Hi, I'm Annie Fitzsimmons. I'm your Washington Realtors Legal Hotline lawyer. And this is another video in our series on professionalism for the broker who wants to make real estate a career and not just a job. And I'm joined again by my friend Camden Schutte. Yep. Camden, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I was born in the business and now I have the opportunity to be the designated broker for our firm on Whidbey Island, Coldwell Banker 360 team and 360 property management. So thank you for being here today Absolutely. helping us. Thanks for having me. The topic of this video is your reputation matters. If you want to make real estate a career, your reputation matters. So when we talk about your reputation mattering, we're talking about everything that has to do really with professionalism. Are, do people view you as an honest person? Is what you say something that's reliable? Do you communicate in a way that makes other people want to communicate with you? What, what stands out in your mind when we talk about um, somebody building a reputation that's going to sustain them in real estate as a career? Yeah, well, I think we think about our, our branding, our advertising, our, you know, our reputation with clients, how well do we handle transactions, and who did we get into homes. But it's also important to think about our reputation within our industry as well. And that goes to how, how much you help the industry grow and change and being a part of the end of the industry, not just working in it. So expand on that. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, I mean, we're part of an awesome association with Washington Realtors, whether your local associations, getting involved in leadership in our industry, learning, um, growing your knowledge base. Uh, there's so many changes. We've, we've seen it. I mean, think about where we were in 2019 and how fast things have started to change. Yeah. Being a part of that, and the communication with whether, in my case, other DBs and the relationships we build or in brokers' cases with other brokers that they're on a opposite side of transactions with all the time. Okay. I want to pick up on two things that you said. I agree with everything you said. I want to pick up on um, expanding your knowledge. And I think about, with respect to your reputation, I think about your knowledge and, and the ability that you have to use the statewide forms competently. We have over 100 forms in the statewide form system. How are you supposed to know them all? Yet, you're required to know them all. Because if you're involved in a transaction and you use two forms in a transaction that compete with one another, you are going to build a reputation as somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. You're going to develop a, a reputation of incompetence rather than competence. Absolutely. Camden, if you are, um, if you were a listing broker and looking at 10 competitive offers, and in reality, there's some might be one that stands apart from the others as a shining star, but would you agree with me that more often than not, all of the offers are, are fairly close in proximity to oh, yeah. price and terms, right? Yeah, and generally speaking, yes. So if you are looking at, let's say, 10 offers, and two or three of those offers are written by buyer brokers who you've had in the past a bad experience with, either lack of honesty, lack of competence, if the broker on the other side of the transaction isn't competent, does that impact how you do your job or how well, well you can do your job? Absolutely, and it affects how well we can get to closing. I mean, you think about it, I love what one of our brokers said is once you're mutual, you're both on, on the same team in the same direction. Ultimately, the goal of the seller and the goal of the buyer is to get to the closing table. Yeah, and so in a competitive market, your buyer's success in having their offers accepted 
could depend in part on the reputation that you as a professional it, bring into that situation. absolutely could because the experience that you've had as a listing broker with those, those buyer's brokers on the other side affects how smoothly this transaction is going to go for your client. Yeah. So how, what, what you know and how well you do your job, that's the experience component that, that Camden was talking about. Um, you said two things, I wanted to pick up on them. One was experience and then the other one was, oh, cooperation. Yep. How well do you cooperate within that, within that relationship? Talk a little bit, Camden, about the tone you think that brokers can bring to problem solving within a specific issue. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I've heard it said that the real estate transaction for our clients is a roller coaster of emotions. And our job as brokers is to not get on that roller coaster <laughs> with them. My job as a designated broker is to not get on the roller coaster with our brokers so that if a situation arises that is emotional, where emotions get brought into it instead of just the logic of the transaction for the broker. Wait a minute, if? It happens every, every single, single time, time, right? Every single time. And, and as brokers, we want to help our clients to eliminate some of that stress and have an experience at the end that they get to celebrate instead of totally being frustrated when we get to that closing table and they move into their new home. Yeah. One of the things that I see within the industry so often through the hotline questions I get is that a, a broker will, will make a mistake. Mm -hmm. They'll err. It happens. It happens. But rather than that broker owning up to the problem that they caused right. unintentionally, but they made a mistake, rather than owning up to that problem, they deflect by blaming the broker on the other side of the transaction. Yep. And when they do that, they poison that relationship. Is it So Camden, do you think it's important for the seller to think of the buyer broker as a good person, being on the oh, same team? Absolutely. We're not competing against each other. It might feel like that at times, because we're both working for the best interest of our client. But again, once we're mutual, ultimately the goal is for the seller to sell and the buyer to buy. And so if we're competing against each other, how in the world are we going to get there smoothly? Yeah. It makes me think of a video, another video series that you guys <laughs> did. You guys cover all these great topics um, on negotiations. And a lot of those pieces of reputation play into how you're able to negotiate. A hundred percent. Okay. So brokers, <clears throat> your reputation matters. And what I would say is when you are in any kind of a tight spot, a tense moment, and Camden is right, you're, you're going to encounter them daily. If, if you're busy in this market and you've got transactions that are in the pipeline, you are going to encounter difficult, tense, emotion-filled moments. Yep. To the extent you can do so, step back, help your client to take a deep breath, and what I would say is remember what your resources are and utilize them. Absolutely. So Camden, when a broker in your office or just for an educational purpose, when a broker is struggling with an issue, maybe they're having problems in a relationship with a broker on the other side of the transaction, who are the people within the pool of resources for this broker? Absolutely. Well, the first one obviously that comes to mind is your managing broker or DB. I mean, so, so wait a minute, are you, is a, do you think that a, a managing broker or DB can be useful in helping to deflect, I'm not deflect, to resolve um, a difficult relationship between two brokers? It, 
if the relationship has been established over time, that reputation that we're talking about, it becomes harder to deal with that. If, because there's so much past history that goes into it as well. That's why it's so important that when it, when it happens, the first time it happens, that you deal with it and you, get, you work together to be solution oriented. And my office is a safe place for our brokers to come and to vent so that we can work through the emotions so we can... When you say your office, you mean your DB office. My, as a DB. Someone will come to me as a DB. And my job is to help them to get off that emotional roller coaster so we can find a peaceful solution to the end. Right. So brokers, utilize your managing broker Absolutely. resource. Um, and we use the term DB, in case you don't know, that stands for designated broker. Every firm, of course, has, has a designated broker. But each of you has, maybe has a, a managing broker even before you get to that designated broker. But you know what? Your, your resources don't have to include only managing brokers. Nope. There might be another broker who's not a managing broker who you respect and you want to seek their advice. Absolutely. Maybe they could help to interface with the broker on the other side of the transaction. Sometimes you just need to step back and, and get a reality check of, am I in the right? Am I in the wrong? Even if I'm in the right, how can I approach this better to solve the problem differently? Brokers, just remember that when you poison the well by um, defaming the broker on the other side of the transaction, because it feels good in the moment, right? It makes you feel better in your relationship with your client to be able to be a tough guy opposed to the broker on the other side of the transaction. You decrease the chances of a successful closing and a happy post-closing experience. Absolutely. And, and I, I have a challenge for designated brokers and managing brokers to work on our relationships together. You know, growing up in the business, I got to see how my dad would deal with things. When, when the problem got to the level of the managing broker, designated broker, they could work together to help solve that problem. And unfortunately, I don't see that as much in our, in our industry today, for whatever reason. And, and that's something I would love to see come back, is, is as designated brokers, managing brokers, that we work together, build the relationships, so when those problems arise, we can work through them together. Yeah, and something, in fact, just jumped into mind as you said that. We're talking about reputations matter. And it's not just the reputation of an individual broker, Absolutely is it? Absolutely not. It's the reputation of their firm. And on a much grander scale, what is the reputation of our industry? Absolutely. And we have a responsibility to carry the weight of the reputation of our industry. Each and every one of us do. It's not just Washington Realtors or NAR's responsibility. It's each of us as brokers, designated brokers. Uh, whatever your role is in the industry. I agree 100%. Okay, if you have questions on this topic or any real estate law topic, send me a, an email, legalhotline at warealtor.org. That is, if you're a Realtor member, send that email. And thank you for being a member of the Washington Realtors.